Hello, party people. It's me again. So, after I published that that episode the other day, um, I had someone reach out and just completely encourage me and inspire me. They shared some of their story with me and just very, very much encouraged me and, and told me to keep doing this. So, you know what? I'm gonna go in full send and I want to share with you guys some things, some scripture that has completely spoke to me and completely changed a lot of my life. Um, I'm not a preacher, side note, so it's going to be rough and it's going to be bumpy and we're going to get lost in the weeds a lot, but hang in there. My hope is that this encourages somebody and uh, in their faith and leads them to a greater understanding of their relationship with God. Also, I also really feel the need to do this because I realized that the last episode I put out where I came out and talked to you guys about a lot of what I was going through and shared that with you, I kind of sounded really melancholy and that was not my goal. My goal was to let you guys know that I'm happy and I'm smiling even though I've been really miserable for a long time. (laughs) And that's like the shortest amount of words that I could say it, but that was my goal. So I hope you took took that from there. My goal was to, to share that there's something that's keeping me together and that something is my faith and Jesus and I hope that you can experience it too. So let's get on to it. <clears throat> All right, so I'm going to go through and talk to you guys about some of these experiences that I've had where scripture has just really found me and God has just really met me where I am and there was one really pivotal moment for me this last spring and as I go through and and talk about this stuff I am going to have to share with you guys some context and backstory to help you understand why this was um, such a pivotal moment for me. So I kind of have alluded to in the past how the horse thing has not come easy for me. I don't think it probably comes easy for anybody given the nature of what we're all chasing after, but it especially has had its own circumstances for myself, much like many of you, I'm sure it has, because it's hard. And I have always put so much stock into the horses and my goals of being able to go barrel race one day. It really is just really can make me or break me. Like my last ride on my horse is my attitude until the next ride. So if that makes sense, I I kind of was trying to think of like um, some type of imagery I could use to explain that. And the best thing I could come up with is let's imagine that our horse, like my myself at the center, imagine like this giant fragile piece of stained glass and in the center of that is a horse for some reason I don't know and if the horse is good the the stained glass is my life by the way and if the horse is good and things are going good and I feel fulfilled 
with what I'm doing with the horse and I feel like we're making progress and I feel happy with the way things are going as in we're getting closer to our goals then my life which is the fragile stained glass around it is great it all stays the same but if something bad happens or I don't feel like we are making it any progress we're not doing good enough we're not getting anywhere we're not progressing blah 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 it just sends cracks through the glass aka my life so it's really it really I've just put a lot a lot a lot of stock into it it is my worth it is um what I think people judge me by which I know they don't but what I think is you know you look at my horse and you can tell my value I guess if that makes sense that's just because I've I've put a lot of um like I just want it that bad I guess too is the root of it I just I want it to happen that badly and so I'm so motivated and driven to make it happen that yeah you get the point so anyways moving on this last spring um I was riding my horse every day because it's like coming out of winter time shaking the winter time off and I was like I'm gonna put a lot of time into him he's had just turned five years old at that point and I was like he just needs a lot of wet saddle pads so I was riding every single day right well it's like I remember this specifically this story that I'm going to share with you guys it was a Tuesday night or evening or going into the evening or something like that and he is tied up in the barn and for no apparent reason sits back breaks his halter bends one of the stall doors blah 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 and I just was very triggered I was very upset because it just pissed me off sorry it did because he hadn't sat back in x amount of time and he literally at that time he would stand tied I'd come here feed time up go do my work come back and ride he stood tied for eight hours a day sometimes trying to because he's a young horse I hadn't much done with him but anyways so he just I was like man I thought we could check that one off our list guess not and I just got very upset and very angry like I do disclaimer yes I know that horses are horses and it's just a part of it but moral of the story I um I just things like that put me in a bad mood um, just kind of wreck everything like I said back to the whole stained glass analogy um, and some context for you I had been in a bible study for the last uh, like four weeks at that time I'm like probably like week three I guess actually more like it and it was about Joseph and blah blah, blah. and I had just been really working on um, not alluding like not going to anger when these things don't work out and anything in general like anything in life because I've I've had a really bad like sin of just getting angry and flipping out (laughs) and so um I had been really working on that so in that moment the horse sits back I'm all upset whatever I just stop and I pray and I I almost I'm probably going to get it close to word for word because it was such a this is such a crazy story to me um I prayed and I was like God if you just give me this and what I meant by give me this was like give me this success like give me a break give me success with this horse like 
let me, you know, make it somewhere with this. Make make my goals, make my dreams come true. I will tell everybody that it was you. And I know you're like, this girl is crazy. No. So I prayed that prayer, whatever, went on about my day, put my horse up, <laughs> um, did chores, went home, day's over, blah, blah, blah. Whatever, whatever happened that day, I don't remember, it doesn't matter. And then the next morning, I'm at the kitchen table early in the morning, and I've got my Bible study book, and I'm doing the Joseph Bible study, and I probably don't want to be doing it, honestly. At that point in time, it was just a lot of discipline and making myself do it, and that's a part of it. <coughs> and, um, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry. And if any of you guys have ever done a Bible study, especially by this person that wrote this one. Her name is Kelly Minter. Her style is just, it's very great. She, it's, you know, at the time we were reading about Joseph and it was Genesis and whatever point she is making and whatever she is preaching on or teaching on, I should say, she also pulls scripture from other places in the book to, to make it all, you know, to confirm it and, make it all make sense of, you know, what I'm saying. So I can't remember what she was teaching on. And I, I could go back and look, um, but I'm not going to take the time because I don't like to edit podcasts and I just want to go with it. So anyways, she was trying to make a point and I'm, I'm assuming the point, I think the point was that the only person who, our only savior is Jesus or something like that. And I don't know what it was. Um, <clears throat> so anyways, she is making a point and she go in in the book it's like okay now flip to psalm um 33 okay we're we're learning a lesson in genesis and now she's telling us to to flip to psalm 33 so i do and let me get there okay so psalm 33 guys i fell out of my chair when i read this I'm not even joking. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. I I seriously remember the moment that I read that. I about fell out of my dang chair. Because it just, you guys, and when I say that my horse, like, what was going on with the horses, because that was my number one goal in life, was to be successful and be like all of you cool people out there that get to go to barrel races every weekend, and you got this amazing looking awesome horse, and your double J, and your burn saddle. I want to be you so badly. Those are my hopes, and my dreams, and my happiness in life, and I let, I let the horse in my progress that was my like savior I guess like that that's what I thought was my ticket to success and for the lot like for my whole life like ever since I was a kid and so then this has been right there in front of me the whole time I just had to open up my bible and find it and I'm gonna read it again a horse is a vain hope for deliverance despite all its great strength it cannot save so anyways this was a very pivotal moment for me this scripture very obviously found me and I wish I found it sooner, but it probably wouldn't hold as much water and weight if I would have found it sooner because I've struggled for years, for five years, let's just say five years with um, this battle of just 
whatever, you know. And then this was so pivotal because because now I acknowledge that I was doing the barrel racing thing and seeking that and that was my goal and it was selfish. It was because I wanted something for me. And now it's not about that. It's about God's will for me and that's my mindset and I enjoy my horse so much more. I'll tell you one thing. I have made more progress since this pivotal moment with my colt than I had the first half of the year that I had him. I really have. We have bonded. We enjoy each other and that always will lead to a better horsemanship and anyways I'm not gonna get lost in the weeds and talk about horses here but yeah it's just crazy so my challenge to you if you are a believer what are you doing this for I'm gonna throw Christy Durfee's name out there because Christy's episode with me um we chatted after like I sent her on messenger you know thank you like here's the episode or whatever like you're, you inspired me because she did. I really needed her at that time. Um, that conversation really spoke life to me. And um, she responded, the horses are just a vessel. And Christy Durfee, you are one of my heroes that I, when people are probably going to, whatever, if I get made fun of or poked fun at, um, being a believer I'm fine with that but you're going to be my first message that I send because I'm going to need some support (laughs) but yeah the horses are just a vessel to reach other people um and anyways so a horse is a vain hope for deliverance so if you guys are out there um and and you're like me and you just rode that teeter-totter back and forth and it all depended on what your horse was doing and your performance you don't have to you can get off that teeter-totter and learn to just enjoy your horse and you can still go out there and be competitive and kick butt but you know at the end of the at the end of our lives would you rather them look back and be like yeah she had great horses but she was this or that put in whatever whatever negative connotation you would like or would you rather them be able to say oh, she was a great horseman and had great horses, and she was also a great person. So, I'm going to end that there. I could have taken it further, but I don't think I'm going to because I don't know if I'm getting my message across. And on to the next thing. So, that was the spring, and that was a very pivotal, pivotal moment for me because not only did I apply that to the horse thing and the barrel racing thing, I applied it to many parts of my life as we are supposed to and just really stopped putting my stock uh, for lack of better terms into these earthly things um and putting them elsewhere so at this point (laughs) that happens and I'm like great like we're gonna find a house we're gonna have a healthy baby like we are going to just rock it like God's put us through the trenches now it's time for the good stuff that he has in store and I can't wait like that was my mindset right well wrong oh in the words of the Grinch <laughs> I'm a Grinch fan sorry I'm kind of being weird but wrong oh because bad things kept happening we can't find a house every house we make an offer on 
we get beat out by somebody else who goes in and offers $10,000 more because that's the housing market right now and it is freaking insane. Um, <clears throat> I get pregnant, I lose it, I get pregnant again, and I lose that one. Um, so yeah, that is this, in a, like, one minute gist brings us to now, as now as in, like, this, let's just say the fall. And I'm worn out. I'm worn slick. I'm all about perseverance and clinging to God. But at this point where I was at, I was tired and exhausted. I was like, wait a minute. Good things were supposed to happen. And I thought we'd been through the worst. And you're not delivering, God. Like, this is a longer season of hurt than I was expecting, I guess, is how I'm going to say that. So, I'm bummed out, to say the least. I'm trying my best. I'm trying to stay positive, but I'm bummed out. And um, that brings us to this last Monday. So, today's Friday, and I'm going to put this out. Um, This brings us to to Monday. I wake up. I'm kind of in a bummed out mood for no reason, which is kind of sad because I don't like being in a bad mood, but I just was. I can feel like the depression creeping in. I'm just kind of angry and bitter and bummed. And I get up and I go to the gym or something like that, go feed, go to the gym. And then I come home. I, uh, it's early morning. I checked my emails, blah, blah. And I have this study book sitting on my dresser and it's called All Things New by Kelly Minter, a study on Second Corinthians. And I had studied like for four days in this book back in the spring once I finished up the Joseph study book and then I had kind of switched to where I was just um, reading my Bible on my own without any like supplemental teachings from anybody and that was that was great too I was learning but anyway so that sat there and then I said you know what I was like I need to do something I need to read my Bible I need to find a study book blah 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 And so I picked this up and I just flipped to the day, like the last, like the next blank day that I had not completed. And, um, I start going through it and second Corinthians and her teaching, what she's teaching us is just about how, um, Paul, he had been tossed and, you know, he's had, had kind of a tough go. He poured, all of his heart and soul into creating these planting these churches and um you know the corinthians are kind of giving him a hard time you know here he's done all these things for him but yet they're kind of they're kind of being a little ridiculous to him and he's just got a lot of things going on he's been disappointed and he comes very clean about how to like his his struggles and all that and stuff but so anyways she brings us to this verse second corinthians 2 14 and it says but thanks be to god who always leads us as captives in christ's triumphal possession and uses us to spread the aroma of knowledge of him everywhere so at first glance i'm like okay whatever don't care i guess kind of bummed out And then she asks us to elaborate and she says, what does God do? He always, not sometimes, he always, always leads us as captives in his triumphal possession, possession, possession. Sorry, I can't talk. 
and then we go on to um, dissect that a little further and we go on to see that back back then the Greek word triumphal procession was alluding to when you know wars were won and and there was battles and victories they would fill the streets after a significant victory and just fill the streets with a giant giant parade a victory parade and um that's when I was like oh okay don't give up you know I really had a moment there and and ever since Monday my mood has changed he has met me where I am and I have shaken off that bad mood and I haven't been in one since and you guys this is coming from somebody who couldn't go a day without just being so rocked and swayed and and so upset you know I tried my hardest I was like a little rubber duck that kept going underwater and I'd pop back up but when I was underwater things were bad but I'd keep popping back up day after day (laughs) but when I was under it was real bad um so I just smiled because I was like man I'm wasting some moments and time and and minutes of my life being so upset um and I don't need to be because in the end I'm gonna have a victory parade at the end of all this it might take a couple years don't know check back with me later (laughs) but I will so I'm gonna read a little bit about what she says right here to give you guys a little better context Paul had zigzagged like a nomad all over the place, facing great hardships and uncertainties. Yet, he could thankfully and confidently state he was always being led in God's triumphal process, procession, procession, sorry, like a funeral procession, in Christ. In Christ. I can't talk. Um, So, that scripture was another pivotal, there's many pivotal points, but that just really gave me a fresh breath of air and ever since that I have just been clinging to that and um it has really 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 helped me um so that kind of encouraged me for some reason I got in that good mood and I was like you know what I'm gonna put a podcast out and that's when I recorded the one the other day and I put that out there so I don't want to end on that note yet. I want to keep going because you guys are probably saying, well, yeah, that's great, Quincy. You can read your Bible and this scripture means so much to you that it puts you in a good mood. Nope. It is the power of God that is putting me in a good mood. I'll tell you that right now. And sometimes you just have to make yourself believe. You have to ask for some faith and and ask God to give you the faith. That's okay to say that you're out of it and you need him um, because that's what it's all about. Um... So what I'm what I'm moving on to is through this time I in, in just this whole last year and I I have clung to so many pieces of scripture that are just about waiting and pain and you know it's all his will for him and then the next day in the study book we got to let me go to it and I will be done after this let me find it. Sorry, guys. Pause for a moment. So, 
I had I had it on my heart that I wanted to put out some more stuff into the podcast and let me be completely transparent with you guys when I started the podcast it was all fun and for fun stuff and fine and dandy but in the back of my mind I was like who am I for these people to want to hear just my voice talking I am nobody I have reached no level of success I am nobody to look up to and so I was like I'm not qualified so I'm not going to well not to get too deep into this piece of scripture but um in second corinthians it tells us that we are all capable of ministering because of christ and i'm just going to leave that there that was never my goal was to minister through the podcast this is just i'm feeling led to and that's why i'm doing it so moving on i kept um just really clinging to pieces of scripture that you know throughout the summer about just like strength and perseverance and and trying to to get to teachings about just you know the hard times and how they're his will or whatever and or not or whatever but they're his will and it's for a reason and I would pray over and over again just let these babies heartbeats that I've heard who didn't make it into this world like let something good come of this let something good come of my pain that's been caused by this let me just do something good with this or else it's a waste is how I viewed it. So I just kept praying, don't let this be a waste. And that's what's led me here to this. Um, So I got sidetracked again. Let me get to, um, so then the next day, the next day we got to, or in the next couple days, we got to a piece of scripture here, 2 Corinthians 4, 7, But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. So, I was talking with somebody on Facebook the other day. Shout out, you know who you are. And I want to say I love you because you really encouraged me to do this. And um, you seriously gave me the encouragement to do this in a lot of ways. And um, anyways, she had uh, mentioned to me that, you know, I haven't reached any success and I feel the same way. Who am I to share these things with you? Who am I to put this out there for people to hear and criticize and judge and hopefully get encouragement from? Well, this is who I am. I'm weak. I'm very weak. I'm the weak jar of clay that this verse is talking about. A jar of clay, when dropped on the ground, is going to shatter the same that I, same way that I will shatter when bad things happen to me. But that is why God uses those jars of clay, aka weak people, because when you see us out there doing great things, you're going to be able to say, well, that's not them because they're just too weak. That's God. That's his power. So... I don't want to say your name because I don't know if you're ready for that, but you know who you are. You are, you are being used. And, um, yeah, I don't know where I was going with that, but (laughs) you have influence. You do. I'm going to read that again. And I'm going to go a little bit further into this verse because there's more to it. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, 
persecuted but not abandoned struck down but not destroyed guys i'm gonna end it on that note i think because i don't want to go too far but that is if have you ever felt that way because i have i have felt that way for the last year of my life hard pressed on every side but not crushed man if there was a slogan for 2020 i think that would be it because not only has 2020 been one of the craziest years in our lifetime and there's all these bigger things going on coronavirus shutdowns you guys aren't able to go to rodeos and barrel races and that's something that is your livelihood and something that keeps you going people are losing their jobs people are dying people are getting sick the crazy election and the riots and all the horrible things in our in our country and then on top of that you guys each have your own personal struggles that you're walking through we just we really are hard pressed on every single side but not crushed right not crushed so anyways guys I did this episode and I feel super vulnerable but I really hope this touches somebody somebody who needs it um and once again I I felt the need I don't know if I mentioned this before because I'm kind of getting confused and lost here not really I'm just a forgetful person um I'm doing this because the episode I put out the other day I realized um it, I just I didn't think I I don't I don't think I encouraged enough and I got up the the um to just be bold and that came from scripture too <laughs> to just be bold and follow my gut excuse me and put this out there and I just really felt led um many people have encouraged me to do this um the, those of you who messaged me uh Christy Durfee and just how open she is with her faith and as we should be as we very much should be it has just completely transformed my life and I um I don't think I should hide it so I'm not going to anymore I'm going to use the podcast to yes continue to bring you guys some horsey stuff for sure we're going to get uh, some NFR stuff figured out. and But I'm also going to put this out there in hopes that it reaches somebody. And I'm trying to find a piece of scripture that I want to end on um, for you guys. But, hmm, where are you? I'm going to have to go to my phone. Hang with me. So, but, like, once again, I just, I felt led to do this and... <clears throat> I'm feeling uh, very vulnerable after the last episode, but it's all been worth it because I was able to connect with one person who not only poured life into me, but and it inspired me, but she also connected with what I had to say, and um, I'm assuming made her feel a little bit not alone. So I just appreciate all of the kind words and people who have encouraged me to do this because it has not been has not been easy um 
it's very, 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 very vulnerable. But I, I've just followed my gut and I've just done it and um, I feel like great things are happening. So let me find this. I'm so sorry. Okay, we're going to end on this note, guys, this little bit of scripture, because this is something that for the past two years, I have just really clung to through the ups and downs. And it was even like my screensaver at work at one point. So this is James 1 verse 2. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith, faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And I'm going to end on that note. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you all have a great weekend. You probably won't hear from me a while unless I'm led again to do something crazy like this. I hope that this encouraged you and was a nice follow-up to my... Uh, earlier episode where I was all melancholy and bummed out. Just know that there's encouragement in your Bible. And yes, thank you guys. Have a great day.